Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Pete. Let's start every single one of these WrestleMania... Seven, what was it, X7? X7 X7s shows. Pete, it's very Sorry, easy to remember. it's not easy to remember. It's difficult. It is. You have to remember it's 17, <laughs> and then it's the Roman numerals, and then you halve between what you think it's called and what they've decided it's called. It's WrestleMania X7. <laughs> um, we're going to start every single show, uh, I've just decided, with a Can You Take the Heat, the WWF uh, cooking book um, recipe. Who have we gone from for this week, uh, Mark? Well, let's go for the kingpin of the WWF. Uh, Vince McMahon's Big Broiled Grapefruits. There's going to be piss in this or sick. <laughs> it's going to be sick in this. this no, is, there is. This is basically a big thing about how Vince McMahon is obsessed with testicles. Right. Now, there are a lot of things that you can cook with which are round and therefore could be rude. Yeah. Also things with names, i.e. nuts. Yes. So yeah. you've got a lot of options yeah. here. Uh, this is Jim Ross's intro to this recipe. Mr. McMahon has often said to our Raw and Smackdown television viewers that he has the biggest grapefruits around. don't know why Jim has put the speech <laughs> marks around has the biggest grapefruits because he wouldn't say I has the biggest grapefruits and if he did you know a lot of people say you know Vince he has the biggest grapefruits around so the he and the around could have been in the speech marks I do not believe that Jim Ross has actually used a direct quote there no and also, he probably does have the biggest grip for the roots around because he hangs out with uh, steroid adult wrestlers. <laughs> That's true. And he's, steroids do shrink the old testes. They're like my size. <laughs> um, uh, his recipe for big broiled grapefruits is almost as unique as he is. Oh, kiss up to your oh, boss. Oh, I mean, I've never heard of it before, but it's only as special as... <laughs> I mean, it's half as special as you are, sir. <laughs> um, just think of this recipe as a tasty conversation piece, especially when you explain its origins to your guests. Imagine. Imagine having a meal and say, and people say, oh, that's really nice. Um, it was sort of, what it is, is a grapefruit with some margarine and brown sugar on the top. <laughs> and then you, you, oh, you grill, grill it. it. Yeah. So it's grilled, so it's just grilled grapefruit. <laughs> grilled margarine brown sugar grapefruit. <laughs> and people will go, Being a Taiwan. Where, <laughs> where on earth did you find this recipe? And you'd go, 
Mr. McMahon has huge <laughs> testicles. <laughs> and I wanted to represent this. They should do a, we should do like a come down with me oh, kind of situation. Oh, that'd be amazing. Where, where we have uh, listeners in and we each cook oh, a recipe. We should do a wrestle me. Uh, I'm doing uh, the coffee. A banquet. That'd be, <laughs> yes. that'd be exactly the sort of thing that no podcast would imagine that, that uh, a stupid podcast about wrestling. <laughs> we have an annual banquet. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we serve Taz's Red Hook garlic bread. Yes, and uh, we call it res- <laughs> wrestle me pod. <laughs> we spell it stupidly because we're have fucking to, idiots. We'd have, we, what we'd have to do is you couldn't spell it with the X's because they've obviously got that. So if we did it with K's, but then people go, is there, th- are there three K's in the middle of there? <laughs> you're, you're, you know, you've lost the venue. <laughs> ah, bollocks. Not in these climbs. <laughs> Talking of things we should censor. Yes. Match number two. Match number two. Uh, it's the right to censor, which is the good father, Bull Buchanan and Val Venus with Stephen Richards yes. versus Taz and the Acolytes. Uh, there's a good little... Um, bit where Bradshaw kicks off uh, this, where he does a a, a sort of... uh, I mean, it's a sort of promo, but it's weird. He stands there and he just goes... He, they basically told him to, to sort of go, well, you're from Texas, so talk mm. about the importance of this stadium. Yeah. Uh, and it does seem to be really important to him. He goes through a load of football-related stuff, and he's yeah. a big football star, I think, you know, at a college level. Mm. And then he turns it round to sort of, like, the importance of WrestleMania. And actually, that's the first time anyone's gone, WrestleMania is a really important thing for us. Yeah. Nobody sort of mentioned that before, really. I mean, the sentiment is kind of taken away a little bit because the, uh, the he's in an office that is just chipboard. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's Backstage, true. surrounded by broken, smashed-up chipboard, I, I think followed a... by a Snickers cruncher. <laughs> oh, yes. Hungry crunch this, yes. says Jim Ross, I think. <laughs> Snickers cruncher is one of those things that I sort of go, that's quite a modern chocolate bar, isn't it? Yeah. And then I go, oh, it's at least 20 years old. There, there's this beautiful, uh, it's not a meme, but it's basically a screenshot of um, three cereals uh, together in a supermarket. I think mm. I've probably spoken about it on this very podcast before. Uh-huh. Uh, three cereals in an American supermarket and every single title of the serial sounds like an old army major trying oh, to yes. trying to be correct uh, when, when talking about a, a gay Pe- man oh, it's and a it's, like, it's like it's like crispy crunch he's a, fruit you know, loops he's a, it, it, it's just beautiful proper it's good beautiful great so a, Snicker, a Snickers cruncher does sound like you know he's a, he's a, he's a, you know, he's a Snickers cruncher he's a perfectly good company he's a fine, fine. Yeah, but he is a Snickers cruncher yeah, but he is a Snickers cruncher <laughs> <laughs> Hungry? Crunch this. I just like to hear. I don't know which one of the commentators has to say it. But, but the other one goes, oh. <laughs> oh. What's crunch wrong this? with Oh, it's the advert thing, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. I, I just, it, just, it came out of nowhere. We're just Paul Heyman suddenly just going, Crunch this! What's wrong? What? Goes, this is your last WrestleMania as well, Paul Heyman. <laughs> you, you really, really scared me, stupid idiot. <laughs> crunch, um, this. crunch this. Crunch this. Crunch this also sounds like something like Crunch this like it's, a, a 19... it's a pepper with some tuna in it <laughs> <laughs> like, This is the sort of thing that They'd go and then uh, 1978 sort of crime report Where someone would be walking through a park And they'd go And then you know There was just a man The man ran over Shouted crunch this And then headbutted me across the nose <laughs> so, I should actually mention We are sponsored by Snickers Cruncher Yeah no so, um... it's, just, it's more 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 <laughs> by Momo. It's the new Momo. 
watch this. <laughs> Kids are going to be online and they're going to be scared that they're going to encounter Crunch. We went to see a PR company and we said, how do we get more coverage in the papers? And they went, have you heard of Momo? We said, yeah. They said, Momo wants to sponsor you. <laughs> and they gave us a box and we know that Momo's in the box. <laughs> and if we open it at any point, everyone listening to this will kill themselves. <laughs> We're going to be in the paper. <laughs> oh, crunch this. <laughs> um, the, the right to censor. They have yeah, the, the worst intro music of all time. Oh, it it's, goes, excru- wah, wah, it's excruciating. <laughs> There's two concurrent buzzers just going... Yeah, it's and one going... It does perfectly oh. set you up to hate them because when you hear it, you're going, oh, Jesus. Oh, it's awful. There's a very generic um, iPhone alarm. Mm. Um, the, 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 I don't know who owns the right to the fucking alarm uh-huh. buzzer, but I use it to, to wake up in the morning, and it really is <laughs> um, rather offensive. Where is it? How can I make it? Yeah, classic alarm noise. Uh, how do I make this work? Hang on. Oh, that sounds right. re- that sounds so much like it. Yeah. So, but it's so, but it's that right. Yeah. But, but that gets used so many times oh, on television shows. It's and they cut. They go. We need an alarm sound. It's probably um, Creative Commons license that we can can use it. Let's yeah. just use it. Um, and 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 they use it all the time. But it sounds just like that. It's awful. Did you, did, uh, did you read anything about why the right to censor? How they came I about? I believe it was based on a kind of Tipper Gore kind of organisation that yeah. was focusing on the sexual and violent nature of wrestling. What was funny about it is it seemed like it it was set up, it was called the the, um, Parents Television Council, Mm. set up by a guy called L. Brent Bozel. Yes. And what he did... Famous for going on television and calling Barack Obama a crackhead. Ah, I seem to recall, yeah. Yeah, well, he he had a basic thing where he he didn't like the WWE. Mm. He thought it was terrible programming. He thought it was really bad for kids. Mm. And he noticed that they also promoted a lot of their merchandise to children, like action figures. Yes. So he began approaching the sponsors or who ran adverts during Raw and SmackDown mm. saying, do you think that this product with all its sex and violence mm. is an acceptable thing for you to advertise on? And the advertisers began, this is always the way, when you have a pressure group, it can be one person. It's like Christian Voice and Stuart Lee. Mm. Christian Voice was pretty much one guy and the BBC were sort of taking off Jerry Springer the opera at the time because they, they thought it was a big pressure group and yep. they were worried and he, you know, he tried to bring blasphemy actions, I believe. Um, this is the, a similar thing where it's one guy who actually does loads of damage to a company and typically with wrestling they can't just go oh that was horrible what a nasty thing to happen to us they yeah. go mm, he, I know he's watching <laughs> so they set up Right to Censor who were a parody of this uh, is it PTC yeah the Parents Television Council mm. and they were basically a big thing where they're going stop doing this stop you know no sex yeah. no no, no, be, no, going through tables and they look like Mormons basically and they? they were really booked to be hated mm. because they were awful you know they were good Godfather who became <laughs> oh the good father God. 
Godfather became the good father yeah, because, for this. because they couldn't use a pimp on television anymore. Val Venus <laughs> becomes in the right sense because they couldn't use a porn star on telly anymore. Right. So they, they costs them these characters. Godfather was really upset about it. So, so hang on, so, so the, this pressure group actually made them change it or just the wind was blowing at the end, the, the end of that era? The, blind, the wind was because blowing... Because the, the, the pressure group went after the advertisers saying, are you aware your adverts are running in this programme which featured uh, a pimp. woman uh, exposing herself, yeah. uh, women in thongs, a man hitting a woman. Mm. Uh, the advertisers did go, oh, holy fucking shit. Mm. So this is also the thing that kills off the Attitude Era. Yeah, okay. So they ah. begin scaling it down. What they're, what they're left with is going, we could lose a lot of merchandising here, we could lose a lot of advertising money, mm. so what we need to do is get rid of the controversial characters. Volume 2 of the recipe book, Mark. <laughs> it's, on the, it's on the line. Godfather, when he said uh, he was had to join Right to Censor, he said, <laughs> that was the worst news I ever heard in my life. I was enjoying my job, having the time of my life, to take that away and make me the good father. I took it very personally. Uh. Um, they also, there's, there's a really sad thing about this, which is the four people who are in that. They don't last very much longer in the WWE. Because they've been, they've take, had their gimmick taken away and just yep. kind of... Uh, yep. they, uh, and the, the, these wrestlers are, to some extent, supposed to be boring. And mm. the problem is, when you look in them, when you're trying to work out you need to get rid of some people, you go, oh yeah, those four are quite boring. Yeah. Well, you fucking made them that way, lads. Yeah. You know, bad fucking oh, luck. interesting though. Um, are, are the um, APS still pounding ass? <laughs> they are. I tell you what is good though. After the bit where you uh, have the uh, right to censor theme, mm. you get Taz's theme tune. Right. Now, I would say Taz's theme tune is one of the great wrestling theme tunes, <laughs> and this is a golden era for them. But the Taz one, it was. It's funny because when he's in the ring, no one gives a shit really, mm. and it's a sad thing. Taz will end up making a transition pretty much within the year to being a lead announcer on SmackDown. He becomes a play-by-play man. Oh, okay, because quite a good one. Um, but his theme tune is just fucking thrilling. I absolutely love it. I'm going to quickly play it. Just because I find it so delightful. <laughs> um. He'd stride down to the it's ring great. with this playing, and you'd go, This guy sounds great. It's a bit like, um, not Darkwing Duck. It's a bit like. <laughs> I'm into it, because it doesn't sound like a Rage Against the Machine like everything else in this era. I have a feeling that if we uh, do another live show, I think that's what we should both come out to. <laughs> but we should have separate entrances, but to the same music. <laughs> <laughs> really stupid. Um, uh, it's, I really enjoyed this match. There's yeah, something about it. I, very short, though. It was really, really short. short. I, I, there's a funny thing about nobody really wants to see these guys. Mm. The WWE management want Right to Censor to be humiliated in a big stage because mm. in some way that wins them a, a fight against someone who's they're actually having legal issues with. Um, why they, I mean, it's why they, I why know, it's a Strange. Why do they constantly sort of sell themselves short for the sake of a fucking political point that nobody do, really do you know knows? What it reminds me of it. Reminds me of that sort of smashy and nicey well. DJ going mental on air and going, mm. "Listen, there are some people who are telling you <laughs> that your old friends uh, you don't want to hear them, and then uh, they're out of touch." And it's like that. It's going, uh, "Yeah, put, put on uh, the fake." BTC and then just have them beaten and that, that then we've won. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Uh, Bradshaw yeah. in this I think is a perfect example of one of the people who is at a level where they see the WCW people coming in. They go, I'm a bit worried about my job, mm. and he steps it up in this match. And suddenly you go, Oh, he looks like a future star, mm. and that's exactly what it becomes. And I think right. it comes down to that little promo he does that's great, and then 
you know, he's good in the ring suddenly. Mm. And uh, he's really sort of physical. That was proper good. Um, again, a throwaway match, and it was really enjoyable. Yeah. Amazing. No dead wood in this one, I tell you what. It ain't ballet, I tell you, says <laughs> Oh, this one was one of my favourite. There's so many good ones. I'm going to say, like, this one's one of my favourites. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, Kane and Big Show and Raven yeah. in a triple threat hardcore match uh, for the Hardcore Championship. Now, a lot of backstage work in this one. Yes, and it, there and it's is. It's kind of like... I think this, this is definitely the first hardcore match I've actually enjoyed properly. I, I, I think, really I think this, this is the single best, and by a long way, the single best WWF hardcore match. I think it's mm. so... Uh, uh, who'd have thought as well? This is a throwaway. It's got yeah. two big stars with Kane and, and Big Show. Yeah. Big Show's... It's, he's a funny one because he has good years and bad years, Big Show, and it goes throughout his career. And some years he just seems unmotivated. And mm. you can always tell what year he's in because when he's unmotivated he doesn't get a haircut <laughs> and so in this one his hair's a bit shit now last year he's in the main event yeah. you know he's come to WWE with massive fanfare and then this year you know nothing you know he's in this throwaway <laughs> match and I would say this is the best big show match I've ever seen it's the best Raven match you've ever seen <laughs> and it's the best Kane match you've ever seen <laughs> it's, it's so good so good the, um, so it, but it all kicks off with like Raven having because it all starts off in a really kind of like shitty way I thought I thought, I thought oh what is this mm. Raven coming down the ramp because it's a big old ramp yeah, because it's, it's a big stadium. Yeah, um, Raven coming down the ramp with his shopping trolley full of tat, and the and the tat becomes like really <laughs> sort of like by the numbers. So yeah. there's always you know mopping sort of plastic signs wet yes, here, right, slippery yeah, wet, yeah, yeah. and there'll be a broom, or and a there'll branch. be a thing that says no parking, and a mm. load of cookie trays, mm. and it just became very formulaic. Yeah, and when he comes out with that, you go, oh, here we go. Yeah, and. And it would have been, but I just remember thinking, get Big Shot to do it because it would look tiny and funny. <laughs> I'd love to see because you'd be like, that's what Big Shot looks like doing his big shop. Yeah, Big Shot shop. <laughs> Cooking his meals. I bet he has to have two trolleys <laughs> I bet because he does. he's like, he's like, well, I need something for a week. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that must. That's a weird thing about being really big. I often think it's about being really small. So people right. are all like, you know, oh, I'd love to be taller or whatever. Or I'd love to be this. I would love to be five foot tall because, like, imagine in a plane. You're like, oh, Everything's this is lovely. great. This you, is you know, anywhere you go, you sort of just go, oh, lovely and this roomy. This is so easy. I, I move through the world so easily. Yeah, and big shows like, you know, A, a you can't do planes and stuff. We've seen and, him getting put in the back of a cop car a couple of reps. Yeah, that, that's been difficult, <laughs> <laughs> kicking him in. But then, like, his shopping must be twice as much as everyone else, yeah. which means he has to earn twice, twice as, as much as everyone else just that's to stay problem, alive. That's the problem with wrestlers on the road, though. They've got to find gyms, um, big show less so, uh, <laughs> and they've got to find... And they've got to eat the best part of five thousand calories every yeah, day. Yeah, and like, and I think, wow, imagine being at like five thousand calories. Mm. And I think, no, but it's not the kind of food. No, like you could do five thousand calories with like um, three or four happy meals. But with uh, with wrestlers, they have to eat chicken and stuff. Yeah. It's all just really heavy protein. I mean, imagine, like, even if you're doing it in this country, mm. imagine they sort of go, you're on the road for two weeks, and you think, well, do you know what? I can probably eat quite healthfully. You can't. You can't. And it's... imagine performing every night as well when things are open. Yeah. And then you get out at 11, and you're in the middle of, right, like, you I need, know... I need protein. What am I going to eat? Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat a... A, a bushel of pepperonis. Yes. That's all I've got. Yeah. That's all my choices. I, I am in. I'm in Catterick 
what am I going to have at 11 o'clock? <laughs> I am going to have nothing. If I find something in the street, that, that, is, that is what I'm having. I'm gonna Otherwise, I will be hungry. <laughs> I'm going to try and find birds. Gonna, I, the birds don't fly at night. They must be in these trees. <laughs> I'm going to eat these birds. Um, they, uh, there's, oh, God, this match is good. There's, yeah. there's something about it as well, which is the computer games always had the backstage area. Right. And I think there's a slight sort of thing here. Definite level kind of levels yeah. and, and, and scenes. And uh, yeah, it definitely. feels like it feels like people rather than going. Oh, the computer game has taken from that. Mm. It feels like this has taken from the computer games. Mm. So, so you, it's, it all goes backstage. Right? Yeah. They, they fight for a bit, but yeah. the most important stuff goes backstage. As soon as they get backstage, it becomes fucking brilliant. Brilliant. And and and, 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 and I guess like back in the day, these sort of things would be pre-recorded and then come back out again. Yeah. Bloodied and you know all dolled up as they would have finished that VT. Yes. But obviously it's live. I think the, the audio mixing. Could have been a little bit better in this bit because you you couldn't couldn't really hear no what has happening in the stadium like people really getting excited no. about the stuff and this is a funny one because it is the way the cameras do it quite a lot mm. is they're banging through the crowd to get to the backstage yes and when you're backstage it's slightly more of a it, the ring contains you when mm. you're wrestling when you're backstage you can be out of position and yeah. the cameramen can't get you all in mm. so it is a bit like you're drunk and you followed them backstage and it's gone quiet yeah and you're just watching it you can I, I, I don't know it's so exciting you know it's also live because a the joins are you know clearly it's live mm. but it's also live because big show does a bit where he goes into a sort of secure bit that's got chain link fencing mm. almost the sort of place where they'd store in the stadium the things that they didn't want nicked yeah and he spends quite a long time putting a padlock on the door so <laughs> yes. that he's in there with raven and he finally gets it on and kane gets to the door and he grabs it to kind of go <laughs> i can't get in and it just comes it just open comes and there's a beat where you can see kane going what now <laughs> and Kane just goes, I better just go in. Yeah. And so he does, you know. I can't, he's like, I can't sell, I can't no sell it. Yeah. I can't no sell a door. Then, I mean, but by, by the, the, Kane grabs Raven and he just chucks him through a glass <laughs> pane. So as soon as, as soon as, so there are three kind of, there's the in, in ring stuff, they get backstage and. As soon as I saw these freshly, <laughs> they're not even painted. They're just bolted yeah. together, yeah. Um, kind of plasterboard. Yeah, b- construction like in a really bad bedsit sort of thing. Yeah. Where they go, it's three bedrooms. It's, you get in there and you go. This is like the sort of rice paper they have in like seventeenth century Tokyo. Feudalistic. Yeah. Japan. No, no, that's a separate room. <laughs> you know? But they've got these like, but they've got these little pods. <clears throat> but they've never done this before. No. And so they've got these little pods. They've got the chain link bit. One level, uh, they've got a room uh, that's another level, and I think possibly another room as well. Uh, one of the rooms got like a window, and um, and they sort of went past that bit, and I'm like going, someone has to be going through that window. Somebody has to go through that window, uh, and a door gets smashed through. And yeah, it's it really is something. They else. they get into the, one of the I think uh, Kane's uh, Raven's gone through the window. Yeah, and Kane and Big Show, there's a door, and and I think Kane pushes Big Show into it. And they obviously think, oh, it's going to break. And it doesn't. And he does it again. And it's fucking hard. And they just go. This thing comes off the hinges. Then they end up falling through the wall. But there's, there's sort of nice things. They've got a little water cooler there. <laughs> yeah. they, they've sort of gone, what would you have? I know in these what would you have in this, in this? It's like a temporary office, yeah. isn't it? It's, the, it's where you get your wristbands backstage yeah. or two when you're doing the Brits. Yeah. And so there's like one picture in the whole thing <laughs> to sort of go, we've this is real. This, is, this hasn't been installed <laughs> to, yeah. in, two hours ago. And it just says, go cats. 
<laughs> so I don't know who the cats are, but I just go nice. cats. Nice. They go through the wall. They they run out. Raven gets on a, a golf buggy, a sort of security oh, thing that you'd yes. use to get from one side of the arena very quickly. If you're in a like a big arena, they often have little electric golf carts because some people are going to need to go. Oh, you've got to tell the guys in the mixing board that you know yeah. they're going to be ending in fifty. You know, and oh, they you have to go. Just, uh, 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 that Snoop Dogg doesn't want to walk all the way around. Uh, you know, yeah. round from the dressing room. Yeah, and off yeah. they go. So they get on these things. Raven gets on it and he takes off and Big Show is backstage and Raven always says, I wanted it to make it look like I was panicking because Big Show was there. And by d- what he does is he panics because Big Show's there and he puts this thing straight into a sort of the lip of where the concrete yes. ends and the stadium seating begins and it just goes spunk immediately. It absolutely fucks it. Totally This was going to be a risk. <laughs> yes, and it was. Because it. Kane's in one behind yeah. and he's just getting in and you haven't seen any race. As they Kane, get out... Kane is about 10 metres away. Favorite bit, my favourite bit is Raven gets out and he just... He's running from Big Show, but he turns when he gets the front wheel and he just tries to yank it out because he knows he's fucked it. He's fucked it. it, yeah. He almost fucked it even more. <laughs> so a bloke came up to him uh, afterwards and said, do you know how close you were when you went off that thing to severing the power that supplies the entire stadium? <laughs> and they reckoned it was something like three quarters of an inch. If he'd have been going a touch faster... All the lights would have gone out and all the power would have gone. And wow. WrestleMania 17, X7, would have been over. And Raven possibly would be dead. Raven would be dead. He would be cooked. <laughs> yeah. and the, I, Kane, actually, when Kane arrives in the golf buggy with a... It's just Kane in a golf buggy <laughs> with a ref... He has to take the referee with him yeah. in the back with the belt. There's, Kane Do you know what? Up. That's such a nice touch, though, <laughs> that they have a thing of going... When they first go into the crowd, because a pinfall can happen anywhere, yeah. the referee who's going to count it... They make him carry the belt in case <laughs> yes. he has to give it to anyone at any point. I thought that was a really nice bit of like thinking it through. But just having Kane sort of going, oh, well, I'm going to need the ref with me <laughs> yes. to, to count this out. But, and Kane genuinely mashes the fuck into, I think, Raven's it, it, on the floor. It is, it is and, Raven. He nearly, and he nearly... Raven has a funny thing where he clocks Kane is driving much too fast towards him. <laughs> and you know how you'd normally go back? For some reason, Raven crouches. He, goes, he just he can- I deserve this. <laughs> I nearly I nearly ruined this whole thing. There is a part of me that if that if I'd done that, yes. if I'd have done the big golf cu- 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 caddy thing, which was clear, clear you know, a clear important part of the match, yeah. and it's with Kane who's doing the other bit. If I'd have like I, I fucked that, yeah. I'd just be like, do you know what? This might be easier if I just get hit by this and yeah. damaged really badly, yeah. and then people would be less angry with me. <laughs> there might be more chance of getting paid. Yes, <laughs> if by not him. But my insurance might. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is Hulkamania? Well, Hulkamania is the newest thing, Johnny. It's the thing that is sweeping the country. I'm sure some of these guys over here might know about it. There's a bit which is Big Show just throws Raven over a table of like soft drinks. And yeah. that is a weird moment where you can see not only the power of Big Show, but Raven is is going, fuck, this guy's weirdly strong. Yeah. And he looks a bit panicked and he's sort of like spinning and Big Show is still sort of like tossing him over the table. And you can see Raven just going, actually, this man can kill me. <laughs> it's a really like, odd moment where it just clicks. Oh, proper good. Um, and, and, and the best thing about the backstage stuff, when in in, in past sort of um, WrestleManias that I've seen when they've gone backstage or when, mm. even when it's been VT'd uh, pre-recorded, like they've not really thought about the lighting uh, transitions getting to the two places yeah. and they really did think about this time it was really 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 good it just looks great doesn't yeah. it and, and, and it ends with with them coming back out and they uh, Big Show and Raven go off to sort of stage through a big perspex sort of display oh yes that's and right, then yeah, Kane yeah. just comes in with a move they call it a leg drop that is kind it's basically like you know when you were like 11 and you just bomb into a pool yeah. he just does that onto the Big Show <laughs> absolutely scotches you know, the fuck you know you can take it oh, you know you can take good. it I, I, honestly it's so much good fun that match. Yeah. It's so much good fun. Um, three people that you you if someone sort of said to you, do you want to see a match involving pretty much at this point, certainly in Raven's career, could you know for many many years beforehand. But if anyone said, do you want to see a Raven WWE match, a Big Show or a Kane match, you'd go. I'm all right. And if someone yeah. had gone, do you want to see all three together? You'd go, you know what? No. <laughs> but but this, this, on this night... Golf carts are involved. <laughs> it's, it's just one of the most fun matches you'll ever yeah, watch. Yeah, it's wonderful. Fucking and then great. They, they did it right. They did it right. And then we go backstage once again, even further backstage, to uh, Kurt Angle watching yes. himself... 
tapping out to Benoit. That's right. And yeah. he's very angry. I think he's very good angling this. He does a big yeah. thing about sort of saying this wasn't an official match, and so I didn't officially tap. And he's sort of saying to Edge and Christian, mm. if you're in an unofficial match and someone taps, then that isn't un- that isn't an official tap out. <laughs> I like the way he's got preoccupied with it. Again, because that's his character, isn't it? It that is. He's a, that he's a he's a pro. And they and they set this up, and it certainly happens in the match as well. But they they set this up at going, you know, this is a a thing about which man is best at wrestling, mm. and angle is like, and it's just a simple. Very, very simple thing that taps into both of them being very intense mm. and very, very good at wrestling. Yeah. You know, really clever. Um, the, the, uh, why is, why is um, uh, Edge dressed like that? <laughs> Are you talking as well about Christian's big bug glasses? Oh, it might be. It might be actually. They, it might have been Christian. They're going through Christian. a period wearing... where they're sort of just having fun. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's. It, I think it's really their strongest work as, as a tag team this period. Yeah. They are dressed ridiculously, <laughs> but they're slightly dressed ridiculously to annoy you. Because yeah. they're not good guys. No, and they're, they're not quite bad guys because they're young and they're fun. Right. But they're just sort of dickheads. Yeah. And they they're, do doing the really bro- they're doing the sort of bra stuff, aren't they? They're sort of like very broy. Yeah. They've both got very much that sort of lemon juice hair. Mm. You know when... Uh, <laughs> were you at school? And I would know you because you're younger than I am. When I was in school, like in the late 80s, mm. people were like, do you know what is the coolest thing in the world? It's highlights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like highlights frosted, in your hair. Frosted tips, yeah, yeah. Frosted tips. That would be super <laughs> sweet. And I remember someone sort of said, actually, you can do it at home. You just use lemon juice. Yeah. Just squeeze. So I, I, I got like my mum's GIF and I used that, I reckon, for about three months, just hoping I'd just have hoping these lovely these sort of pale streaks. I imagine. Did it, I'd have been must... sent straight back home. <laughs> what? Go. Done. Well, did you ever get them? No. Got a lot of bees. <laughs> a lot of bees. I remember Ian Wright said, My eyes really hurt, Ian, even today. I remember Ian Wright, the footballer, once said, because I, I have a dislike of the um, football manager Alan Pardew um, it's the reason why I, <laughs> I like the way you stammered over that because fucking... you were like I'm so, I have a dislike <laughs> it's, uh, and it's the reason why I cancelled membership to a members club because um, <laughs> yeah, I always just, I saw him three weeks in a row and I was like Nah. What, what's what's the source of this, this beef? He's just a dick. Um, <laughs> and I was like going, oh, he's a dick. And Ian Wright went, oh, he's all right. He, 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 taught, um, he taught me how to do the lemon juice and the hair trick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, have you ever had like blonde hair? Because you put lemon in your hair, Ian Wright. <laughs> no, it just smells lovely no, and lemony. it just smells oh, nice right. and lemony. Okay. Fair oh, enough. Dear. And uh, then we go back to the New York. Let's we, us got talk York. about abandoned nightclubs. We've got New York screening rooms yes. for the for the bloody match. Not just that. WWF New York was from 1992 to 2003 the <laughs> only WWF official restaurant and nightclub. Wow. It was off Broadway and <laughs> it, it ran as a sort of uh, I mean I mean it pretty much was just you could go and watch pay-per-views there. You'd yeah. pay and you go and see it. And then they, they began filming sort of Sunday night heat sort of bits in there. Ah. But it was a, a proper functioning restaurant. Ah. Yeah. I say functioning. I should imagine <laughs> like all theme restaurants, <laughs> it lost an awful lot of money. Like, but um, it was open for two and a half years. Planet Hollywood Well no Planet Hollywood was there for a while. Well, More like that- the Capital Radio Cafe. Yeah. Wasn't there a Models Cafe as well? Yeah, that rings no, a bell. That rings a bell in London somewhere. Yeah, yeah like, like a Naomi Campbell opened it. <laughs> yes. Those things. Who, who'd have thought, you know, oh, the Models one, that's going to fail. I mean, that actually, well, actually, is going to fail, isn't it? Because they don't eat really, it. yeah, It's not a very good example. But that Bubba Gump shrimp trading company yes. one. That's still going. That's still going inexplicably. From, all from a sort of dislike 1994 film. 
So was the Bubba Gump? Is that what that's from, Forrest Gump? Yeah, it's from from Forrest Gump. He, there's his a bit friend, in it where, yeah, where he's, he he's the Vietnam a, vet. Yeah, yeah, and they go out that. And I thought that was just I thought that was just me being stupid. <laughs> like when I thought that Davidoff's Cool Water <laughs> had something to do with David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I just yeah. assumed that. Have you seen Hasselhoff's Dark Water, which is a <laughs> Japanese horror? Where, where, no, but the, um, the Bubblegum, I believe they saw the film and they approached the film right company corner, yeah. and said, Can we have the rights to Bubba that bit? Gump And of course you're going to go, Yes, you can. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Yeah, there. oh, absolutely. Uh, good luck, guys. <laughs> and it's still fucking there. Amazing. Astonishing, isn't wow. it? Have you ever eaten there? No, I kind of want. Haven't. I kind of want to. No. Every time I go past, I I both go, <laughs> and I go. I wonder what it's like. <laughs> they've got. I just know that they've got a lot. It's near M M&M and M World. Um, mm. Another and... place I walk past and go. Ugh, I wonder <laughs> what it's like. It just smells of chocolate in there. So who like the, the thing about M and M's is they taste the same. Yeah. So why do you need the diff- why do you- what can you buy in there? Yeah, um, uh, different color. They're just different colors. When like you can put names on them. Yeah, or photos. They still taste the same. What? Yeah, no, they do. I think they do a thing down there where you can have your photo and then they'll print them on M and M's. A single M M&M. and M. Yeah, they're tiny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mark, no. I like right. I, I like to go in. We're putting, doing. <laughs> What time is it? Half eight. It's half eight. We've got M&M World. Hello, guys. Look, I know I know it's late. How do you feel about nudity on these M&Ms? <laughs> uh, right, so we're back next week. And we're back from M&M World. And it uh, turns out Mark is a liar. Uh, just edited the show there. Just uh, stopped the recording. Started again. We, we came out from M&M World. He's a liar. Uh, but we are full of M&Ms. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and Shrimp. I, I, and we went through the bins behind Bubblegum Shrimp and ate a lot of d- expired food. Yeah, I shouldn't imagine it's much different from the... Anyway, uh, let's, let's not go into that too much. No. So I think at the moment, it's fudgy enough what I said there that in a court transcript, you could... <laughs> Could say it was about something else. Yes. <laughs> Superfly Jimmy Murder. Oh, thank God. Uh, 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 what a wonderful thing that Jimmy can come in and stop us from getting in legal trouble. I know, right? <laughs> He's we're, over there. We're at- in the new. We're at the WWE New York nightclub. Superfly Jimmy Murders here. Yep. Celebrating the 15th anniversary of being declared financially incapable <laughs> of paying reparations to the family of the woman he killed. Oh. <laughs> I, I had a look at this and I thought, all right, okay, so he's in New York. So if you do like a podcast about unsolved murders and you're looking into any unsolved murders of women that took place in New York on the 1st of April 2001, check how far it would have been to drive from WWF New York. Or, or Superfly. Yeah, or Superfly. <laughs> or Frog What's he doing? What's his move? It's super Yeah, it's uh, uh, you know always <laughs> always a pleasure to see uh, Jim there. Yeah, just doing his thing. <laughs> doing his thing. I, I would have loved to have gone to WWF New York. It was at a time when I was uh, oddly when they bought WCW. I was like, oh, I'm interested again now. Mm. Um, but the idea of going to WWF New York, it, you know, that was not going to happen. <laughs> no, How no. embarrassing! <laughs> again, like Bubba Gump Shrimp. <laughs> really want to go, um, but I wish I'd been now. I, there I was. Also, some of the uh, recipes from the book. <laughs> They're going to tie that in. I think it would just be like going to like sports bar. Yeah. I think there was one in, in you can like, watch the Leicester hockey. Square. You can watch was, the uh, hockey and eat, yeah. eat onion rings. Yeah, and it's you and know there's loads dog. of wings and the wings are you know straight out of the fucking freezer. <laughs> but there was also a WCW Nitro Grill in Las Vegas. Oh, nice. And I had a friend of mine called Elmo went to Las Vegas and he went. Oh, I went to this WCW. I've never even heard of it. A place. It's all about wrestlers. And he brought me back a gold. Goldberg frisbee from from that 
place. That also, obviously, has gone. WCW went down, uh, primarily because they spent their money on Las Vegas restaurants. But what a wonderful period. So these are the two real sort of like important wrestling restaurants. And the other uh, third one would be Ribera, which yeah. we have been to. And, yes. You know, which we absolutely, uh, well, I enjoyed. Love. We watched a, ma- a tiny man eat two gigantic steaks yeah, and they rice. Were. They were big, weren't they? And we went to the same toilet that Andre the Giant had once probably had difficulty going <laughs> to the toilet in. Um, oh, a block. Then The Rock, uh, he arrives at the, at the stadium. He's wearing a, a T-shirt and a suit, which is a, uh, that is a look I used to love. Well, it's kind of an extension of his suit. Was he wearing a suit jacket? No, it's kind of like it's almost a roll ne- his classic roll neck yeah. and uh, necklace combo yes. with bum bag. Yes, uh, that once got uh, him tweeting about me. I know. God damn it! I know that you were walking like a badass with walking your rock like t-shirt. You were walking like a badass. Uh, it's, yeah. it's sort of funny that you had a rock t-shirt at a point when you probably never really seen anything the rock had done. Definitely, I, I, I would. I would say I couldn't tell you what he did. No. <laughs> Thought he looks like a dude. Yeah, I think he is. Uh, number four, uh, European champion no, test. No, what, wait, what have we missed out. We've missed out meeting the woman who's flown all the way from Brisbane, oh, yes. Australia. Yeah, we go into the crowd to meet some of the fans who've flown the furthest. But they're really proud of the fact that people have come from all fifty states of America. Yes, so they've obviously got some kind of ticketing thing Ticket where it goes went, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they've noticed they've gone. God, people are coming from a long way away, mm. and they meet this woman from Brisbane. She is the furthest away. <laughs> Although Linda Craspin. <laughs> and, she, and, and I just love the way I don't know who the guy who interviews him, her uh, it's uh, Jonathan Coachman just, okay, yeah right. the coach the coach Linda you've got only one chance to send out a message to over 50 countries and, and I think I think it's countries uh-huh. it could be states uh, anyway she, all she says is WWF rules <laughs> and then someone holds up a banner saying Henry Cheese <laughs> and I've googled Henry Cheese and I don't know what it is no, I did a lot of googling on uh, this one and nothing came up with anything there were no. quite a lot of web addresses held up yes uh, 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 yeah there was a few web addresses something something.com uh, yeah I think I'm f- I swear I saw wrestlingpod.com really I, I mean obviously not but yeah we're having it. Let's let's go back through the records and we will backdate that <laughs> legal action. Uh, we have trademarked uh, WrestleMePod. I've definitely seen WrestleMePod. <laughs> yes. WrestleMePod.com. Um, the, uh, the next match, Eddie Guerrero versus uh, yes. the European Championship uh, Test. Uh, Eddie Guerrero with Perry Saturn. Perry Saturn as well, his career is, is winding down in the WWE here. You can tell because he hasn't really got a gimmick and they've gone, do you know what, Perry? Whatever you want to do, just do that. <laughs> and he goes, I'm going to look like Scott Steiner and wear a big fluffy hat. And they go, <laughs> yeah, sure, Whatever you know, you oh, know. but it's basically uh, the WWE in, in particular, uh, I guess, or professional wrestling, definitely has a monopoly on men with dark stubble. Yeah, rocking bleached handlebar yes. moustaches. Yes. It's the the it's the superstar Billy Graham, Hulk yeah. Hogan, Scott Steiner, Perry Saturn look. It's Perry mad, Saturn it? is a little bit of an outlier on that list because <laughs> the others all had sort of pretty much Hall of Fame careers, and Perry yeah. Saturn has gone. What is the thing that that, that got those guys to the top? It's the Tash and Dark Beard combo. Yeah. If I do it, it will work. He's the only I'm man gonna, who's failed with that. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna match it with a Jim McQuay hat. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, he's, he's had. Um, it's fair to say he's had an interesting life, Perry Saturn. He's not had the easiest of lives, no. Old Perry. Um, I, uh, I, I like him a great deal. I don't think he's, uh, he's, he's in a good, good place. No. Well, he seems to be better than he was, I suppose. He, he sort of um, became addicted to drugs after apparently intervening in, in, in a, a sexual assault. He yeah. got shot twice. Yeah. Uh, and got addicted to... to, to Crystal meth, of, I crystal think. Crystal meth yeah. and all kinds of business. But, like, 
watch it. I was watching like a little shoot interview because I never heard of Barry Sutton. Uh-huh. But I was like, well, why is that man dressed as Hollywood Hogan? What's he doing? <laughs> uh, and like wrestling fans really don't fucking mince words when they send in messages to these uh-huh. shoot interview things. Why did you get the facial tattoo? Was it drug related? <laughs> <laughs> and as a, like a, yeah. a fairly sweet old adult man, like yeah. unwell man, just going. I, t- I tell you what, if you want, if you want to hear what what that sort of like the person who would ring in, it, they're, they're, you can listen to a Wrestling Observer live and right. have a sort of. It's done on. I, I don't quite understand American radio, where it's sort of a serious XM, but it's not yeah, yeah. serious. It's some small thing. I don't understand how yeah, it gets broadcast. Yeah, we, 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 web yeah. radio or something. Uh, one of our uh, yeah, it's, it'll be on like serious because they've got like a million channels. Yeah, exactly. The so football you, ramble had a short very it. briefly. Yeah, <laughs> we were made promises about uh, fans that uh, were not kept. <laughs> <laughs> Ten grand in the hole on that one. <laughs> well, the, it really was Superstar Billy Graham yes, poster era. Yeah. I like the of, way that Superstar Billy Graham's poster. <laughs> it, the, that's the football ramble serious <laughs> contract. Serious XFFC. The, um, the, 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 a lot of people will ring up and they'll sort of go, "Okay, let's go to the lines. Uh, we got uh, Gary on line one. Gary, what's your question?" Yeah, and they go, "So when, when you think, yeah, you read." Like that. And they go, sorry, Gary. And he goes, you asking, do you think the Harley Race is... And it's just that, <laughs> but really quiet and really muffled. And they'll sort of go, yeah, I think he's great. I think he's great. You happy with that, Gary? And they go, yeah. <laughs> That's it. So it's, uh, I mean, in a way, when they got that woman from Brisbane, Australia, and she just went, WWF Rocks or whatever it is, it's the best. That is as good as Better. you could hope for. It's certainly in 2001 I for wrestling fans. I have gotten into sort of watching these sort of shoot interviews. I sort of watching, oh, I was the tall chap. He was in Magic Mike tall guy he went dub- he went to WCW Kevin Nash Kevin Nash um, who still looks pretty decent yeah um, but he was sort of, he was having to go uh, he was sort of saying drinking just a glass of white wine going who's a dick and who's not a dick going, he's a dick he's a dick not a dick uh, it's, do you know what's really going, funny I've, shoot interviews is something we've not talked about no and shoot interviews are so unique unique in, to wrestling unique to wrestling unique to wrestling in no other like you wouldn't get it in any other entertainment because it's like everyone's it's like the end of Reservoir Dogs everyone's pointing a gun at each other going yeah. he's a cunt he's yep, a cunt it he's is. a cunt and they start with uh, I mean, they're, they're run by a company called RF Video they do the first ones and RF right. stood for Rob Feinstein Rob Feinstein was caught in a, a sting by pervertedjustice.com right. uh, where he be- uh, uh, certainly he was he was uh, in the frame for talking to someone he believed was underage right okay um, is that uh, the guy who does all interviews just sort of who's, well who's in-, in the early days he had a big company he was also involved in Ring of Honor a, a big, which we've yeah. seen in, in Earl's Court. Mm. Um, when that story broke in about 2002, they severed all ties with him. Mm. But it's RF Video was the first people that used to sit down with wrestlers and they would do three hour uh, talks about their career. Yeah. And they started off, I mean, there were some great ones. There's a, you know, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels mm. and Eddie Guerrero. They got really big names. But the ones that really are great <laughs> are the smaller guys who weren't afraid to just go, let me tell you about that piece of shit. <laughs> right? If you're listening to this right now, <laughs> Ken Patera, I want to just say this. If I ever fucking see you, man, and it was that funny thing of you go, you see the greats, and they go, these are the people you're not interested in, no, but their stories are 40 times it's, better. It's Kevin Nash with a glass of white wine <laughs> stood next to a man four feet shorter than him going... Dusty Rhodes, piece of shit. <laughs> you put a you put a seven foot man in a green fucking costume, fucking asshole, drink seven for his wife. There are some some classic shoot interview people. So Honky Tonk Man Honky is very tonk. good at them because he's done, he's, he does so many of them. Honky seems. Tonk Man, I think, has a lot of grudges, <laughs> and he is he is just uh, Iron Sheik. 
obviously made his name doing a very famous shoot interview that then got him on Howard Stern. Right, okay. And then became that, you oh, know, yeah, that fuck character. you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That, that was very much based on this one interview he did where he was absolutely loaded. <laughs> and it, just amazing. But shoot interviews. Uh, uh, do you know what, what's really funny is, he, he, I, I do some work in TV, and yeah. about 10 years ago, I pitched a television, and, and it was a TV version of the shoot interview. Because mm. nobody else does it. No. Why not? Why does every the, sport do it? But, uh, the big, but also, like, entertainment, and, like, why don't, like... I pitched a shoot interview with Cilla Black. Right? <laughs> right. It's absolutely true. Yeah. Where I wanted Cilla Black to sit down, and I'd sit there and have a list, and I'd sort of go... Ernie Wise and she'd go fucking prick (laughs) (laughs) right we was working together he fucking didn't know his fucking lines and you'd go okay (laughs) Princess Margaret (laughs) and Silo would go let me tell you a fucking thing about her it would have been amazing but that's the thing because people think that they're um you need to get these people in the right um, part of their career. Yes. But the problem is people think it's only around the corner. My resurgence is only around the yes. corner. Not realising that your resurgence, Cilla Black, <laughs> could have come, even though she had a very good career yeah. and died with a lot of money. She was beloved, uh, apart from a blip in 2007, <laughs> where she released a video entitled Ernie Wise Cunt. <laughs> Right, we've got to get out of here. I know we were promising a bit of Perry Saturn, Eddie Guerrero test action. We will get to that match uh, next week. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this has been Wrestle Me Beat. Crunch this! <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.